0: Wow, Berger grins. He's seen this reaction before. Since he unveiled the finds in 2010, scientists from all over the world have been flocking to his lab to gawk at the breathtaking fossils. Based on the unique anatomical package the skeletons present, Berger and his team assigned the remains to a new species, Australopithecus sediba. They furthermore propose that the combination of primitive Australopithecus traits and advanced Homo traits evident in the bones qualifies the species for a privileged place on the family tree, as the ancestor of Homo. The stakes are high. If Berger is right, paleoanthropologists will have to completely rethink where, when, and how Homo got its start, and what it means to be human in the first place. In the middle of the rock-strewn dirt road that winds through the John Nash Nature Reserve, Berger brings the jeep to a halt and points to a smaller road that branches right. For 17 years, he'd made the 40-kilometer trip northwest from Johannesburg to the 9,000-hectare parcel of privately owned wilderness and driven past this turnoff, continuing along the main road, past the resident giraffes and warthogs and wildebeests, to a cave he was excavating just a few kilometers away called Gladysvale. In 1948, American paleontologist Frank Peabody and Charles Camp came to this area to look for fossils of hominins, modern humans and their extinct relatives, on the advice of famed South African paleontologist Robert Broome, who had found such fossils in the caves of Sterkfontein and Swartcrans, eight kilometers away. Peabody suspected that Broome had intentionally sent them on a wild goose chase, so unimpressed was he with the sights here. Little did Berger or the expeditioners before him know that, had they only followed this smaller path, one of several miners' tracks used in the early 1900s to cart the limestone that built Johannesburg from quarries out to the main road, they would have made the discovery of a lifetime. Berger, now 46 years old, never imagined he would find something like a sediba. Although he thought Homo might have had roots in South Africa instead of East Africa, he knew the odds of making a big find were slim. Hominin fossils are extremely rare, so you don't have any expectations, he reflects. What's more, he was focused on the so-called Cradle of Humankind, an already intensively explored region whose caves had long been yielding australopithecines generally considered to be more distantly related to Homo than the East African australopithecines seemed to be. And so Berger continued to toil at Gladysvale day after day, year after year. Because he found little in the way of hominins among the millions of animal fossils there, just scraps of a species called A. africanus, he busied himself with another goal, dating the site. A critical problem with interpreting the South African hominin fossils was that scientists had not yet figured out how to reliably determine how old they were, in East Africa, hominin fossils came from sediments sandwiched between layers of volcanic ash that blanketed the landscape during long-ago eruptions. Geologists can ascertain how old an ash layer is by analyzing its chemical fingerprint. A fossil that originates from a layer of sediment that sits in between two volcanic ashes is thus intermediate in age between those two ashes. The cave sites in the cradle of humankind lack volcanic ashes, through his 17 years of trial and error at Gladysvale, however, Berger and his colleagues hit on techniques that circumvented the problem of not having ash to work with. Those techniques would soon come in very handy. On August 1, 2008, while surveying the reserve for potential new fossil sites in the area that he'd identified using Google Earth, Berger turned right on the miner's track he'd passed by for 17 years and followed it to a three-by-four-meter hole in the ground blasted by the miners. Eyeballing the site, he found a handful of animal fossils, enough to warrant a trip back for a closer look. He returned on August 15th with his then nine-year-old son, Matthew, and dog, Tau. Matthew looked off into the bush after Tau, and within minutes, he shouted to his father that he'd found a fossil. Berger doubted it was anything important, probably just an antelope bone, but in a show of fatherly support, he made his way over to inspect the find. There, protruding from a dark hunk of rock nestled in the tall grass by the corpse of a lightning-struck tree, was the tip of a collarbone. As soon as Berger laid eyes on it, he knew it belonged to a hominin.